Yo, I'm back. I'm back with another one. This is episode episode four, right? It's episode four. It's episode four. First, before I start, I want to make a shout out to Anchor. Anchor for giving me a chance to do my show. Spotify, <clears throat> Apple Music, not Apple Music, whatever you want to call it, iTunes. Who cares? Anyway. This is a special episode, and before I get to my drink of choice, or drink of our choice, I have a special guest on here before I uh, introduce my special guest. Uh, wash your hands, niggas. I'm just playing. <laughs> but just be careful out there, and and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? Put, wash your hands, get the hand sanitizer. Lysol, get all that. See, she's ready. She's ready, ladies and gentlemen. She's ready. She's about to jump on. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce my co-host for the evening. Oh, my guest for the evening. She's from Queens. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get too crazy, but I'm gonna introduce herself. But ladies and gentlemen, Dynasty, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey guys. Okay, got got sexy voice on too. You see that? Oh Out the gate, yeah. <laughs> Out the gate. You're annoying. Starting already. <laughs> Type. No, but um, how you doing? I'm good. I'm chilling. Can't complain. You know what I mean? You look good too. Thank you. I feel a little fat, but it's okay. Why you got a plate? <laughs> Big plate? Yes. That plate was good too. She can cook. Thank you. Thank you. My mom fell in love. Shout out to Mama Love. That my mom tore that food up. <laughs> Words. So that food all the way out. So that. So my food up too. I went straight for the scrimps. This fish. Holla at you with your food made. You know what I'm saying? You got paid out. Right, right. But how long you been cooking? Seriously? Um, my son is 13. So I want to say like since I was a teenager because I used to make little sausages and Shit like that. I don't know if you know the beef sausages when you um boil them, then you split them open, fry them, put it on a piece of bread, some mayonnaise and mustard. My grandfather used to do that, but yeah. Yeah, that was the what? I've been cooking for a while though, like honestly. That's you know I make cakes. Cakes. Uh, I make brownies. I can make a cake. I make cupcakes. I you know. It's all about just trying, like, getting in the kitchen and doing it. You cook, you think you cook better than anybody in your family? Nah, not everybody in my family. My cousin is a chef, so, you know, even when I'm having hard hard times and shit, and I feel like I need some advice, I'll call him and be like, yo, just run me down the steps again, just so I know what I'm doing. Wait, man, you said your cousin's a chef? Yeah, he's like Vibes right now. Vibes over there by the Van Wick. Chef Man. Chef Man. Shout out to Chef. Shout out to Vibes too. Vibes is, is definitely lit. They had the lounge in there too, right? I think yeah. I went to the club. Yeah. Went to a party up in there. It was lit. It's lit today. Right, right. OCP, what's up? Murdoch, what's going on? OCP. 96. What about they? Gang, gang, gang. She said, gang, gang, gang. She's talking that gang mess. You see that? Bow. But, um, Oh, I thought the oh, I'm about to say who the hell calling me. But anyway, 
we're gonna get straight to the point because um I, i'm not playing with her today she looking good and stuff what's she what's all this about what's got your got, got your thigh popping what's up that's not my fault they just popping you know they're I was celebrating for eight months. Eight months, y'all. Mm-hmm. It ended February 7th, going into the 8th. Damn. Out the gate. She ain't playing no games. No games. That's what the podcast is about, right? So I've been keeping it real. Keeping it real. Keeping it funky. You want to make any shout outs before we go in? Before we, before we start? Shout make... out to my babies. Babies. My two kids and Leia. Yeah, shout out to Leia. I'm going to make a shout out to the, the, my previous guests, uh, Chef and, and A Breezy and, and the fellas. But we go to episode five. We're going to have something nice for y'all, something different. We're going to have the whole crew. I, I'm not going to get into it just yet, but. You're going to know what I'm talking about by the end of the show. Right, let's get into tonight's topic. What's the topic? Let's go. The topic. I don't even got it. I know what? I'm just going to go straight in. I post something. On Facebook? On Facebook. Uh, about. I got it. Toxic relationships. Abusive relationships. Oh, that I thought you were talking about this post. <laughs> that that yeah, we could talk about that too. Let's talk about everything. Let's talk about everything. Abusive relationships. Go back. What is what is it? What is what is abusive? How you know you're in an abusive relationship? Because some people don't know. Some people don't even know they're in an abusive relationship. They just edit chilling. They just think the person level. Um, you don't know if you're in an abusive relationship. I mean, in the beginning, it's probably like more of a denial thing. You're not really trying to admit that you're in an abusive relationship, so you ignore the signs. But lately in life, you can't ignore the signs. There's people out here dying behind that shit. Like, if you see a red flag, you gotta go. That's it. Like, bye. I personally know, because I've been in a domestic violence situation. Two. Two of the best. fiance and my daughter's father. Whoop their ass! You you told her you told her uh uh Adam uh, but she's slapping niggas at the oh. back of the limo. You didn't slap dick. You hit him in the head with a boot. I fight back if I get hit, but I don't put my hands on nobody first. When I was growing up, my mother always taught me, if you hit somebody, always expect to get hit back. Man, female, whoever, if you put your hands on somebody, always expect to get hit back. So I have a thing where I keep my hands to myself. But if you hit me first. I got to defend myself. What you want me to do? Just stand there and let you smack me around or try and choke me or whatever? No. Ooh, That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. My hands work. So. Layla? Layla Eiley? <laughs> oh, my hands work. She started riding Rosie out this boat. Rhonda. Rhonda. But yeah, some people don't know they're in an abusive relationship or a toxic Relationship. Right, toxic too. Toxic. It's not good. It makes you toxic. It makes you angry. You're not yourself. Doing things that you don't normally do. Uh, Sometimes people are so happy that they just stay. 
Like, oh, they putting on the front for the world that they just think. How Social niggas? media is the biggest thing right now. What? Nigga rather look mad happy in a relationship on social media, but in the house they get their ass beat. Smoked. Or even just, like, being disrespected. Like, niggas is cheating left and right, whatever. Like, it's all toxic. All toxic. But, we, but my previous episode, what episode was that, too? It was, well, my, the fellas was talking about to get a woman... You have to have money. I know. Mm. To to keep a relationship, you have to have money. Or whatever. Not necessarily. I mean, don't get me wrong. Any female is going to praise their man when he's getting to the bag and he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Like, even if he's not getting to the bag the way he's supposed to, but if he's trying, he's putting an attempt. It's better than just sitting at home playing 2K all day, smoking weed all day, running the streets with your boys all day. Like, I'm not trying I, to work. I, that's not working. Like, if I'm working, nah, I expect my man to be doing something, trying to bring something to the table, getting up, going on job interviews left and right. If he's selling drugs, is that considered a job? I mean, I'm not going to knock no man's hustle, but I would prefer legal shit because I got kids. So if you selling drugs, where are you keeping these drugs at? Are you keeping them in my house? Like, then I gotta worry about cops running down. Like, that don't make sense. I had to sit up. I'm gonna drop my cup. Oh, I thought it did drop. But... It did drop, but it ain't spilled. Oh. But y'all ain't hear that. Oh my, the drink of choice tonight. What's the drink of choice tonight? Honey. Shout out to see. Hope y'all. Um, Sponsoring Nick, you know what I'm saying? My favorite drink. They need to sponsor me because I saw this, this girl like drink. As long as I knew her, that's all she brought was heading. Nothing else. Nothing else. But okay. What about the women? I'm about to get in their ass right now. What about the women who got the bread and the man try he's trying, but she gotta remind the nigga that she ain't bought this. She didn't bought that. She ain't got this. She ain't got that. She, 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 you know what I'm saying? She bought this, that, third. She bought him a hat. She bought him a coat. What about them? If, it doesn't even matter if it's a female or a male. But if you're in a relationship and you're doing something for your partner and you feel a need to always bring it up, you're not doing it because you genuinely care. You're doing it because you want to brag. Like, you don't get no bragging rights if you're supposed to care about somebody and you want to support them and you want to buy them stuff. Nah. You're doing it because you really care. That's a fact. That's real. Because I know some women that be like, look what I bought him. Uh, uh, like, motherfucker, is this from the heart or you just want to brag about it? I done had situations where me and my best friend done got into arguments because when I was dating my ex-fiance, I went and bought him some true religion jeans for like anniversary or something. But... I don't wear them. My son don't wear them. So she's like, why would you go and spend that money on a man if you don't even wear the shit? I'm like, because that's what he wear. Like, Right. What you want me to do? I don't wear it. At the time, I didn't wear it. But now I wear it. Like, I like two pair jeans. Since we're on the topic about friends, because I always let you know this. When you were having a bad relationship, do you go to a single friend for advice? One of your best friends, is she single? It's toxic. And the reason why I say it's toxic is because 
not all friends have good intentions. Like, when I was single, and my friends used to come to me for advice, I never was like, oh, fuck that nigga, leave that nigga, do you. It was never the case because at the end of the day, I was single by choice, even if I was hurt or not. Like, that's my problem, not theirs. Like, depending on the situation, if if your man is really a dirtbag or he really out here cheating left or right and this, that, and the third, then I'm gonna let you know. You don't need to be with a man like that. You can get better, you deserve better. But then you have some friends that feel like, you know, you telling them that is you hating. That's a fact. So, you know, like I got single friends and I got friends that's cuffing right now. And honestly, if I was to go through something with my man, I'm not going to my single friends. I don't want the negative, the negativity. Like, especially if they been hurt for years and they ain't getting over that shit. Like, I'm not going to you for advice. I'd rather go to my friend that's cuffing and, you know, people that want to see you work it out. Especially if it's nothing crazy, if it's not toxic, if it's not um, abuse. They're going to tell you, nah, work it out. You got situations where people get in relationships and, you know, they both have kids with other people and the kid could be a problem to the relationship. And what are you supposed to tell them? Oh, run? Leave the relationship because of the kid? Nah. If you love that man, you got to work it out. You got to deal with that kid. Like, if you think you want to be with him, you want to marry him, you got to be ready for everything that comes with it. Right. Like, because some, some people... Give bad advice and ruin your whole relationship. Mm-hmm. And now the relationship is sinking. Tarnished. Done. Tarnished. Gone. Done for. Say Done off. <laughs> Done off. Scotty bye. <laughs> Scott bye. Done off. Scott. <laughs> Done off. Scott. Nah, oh, yeah, but some people do that. Guys too. Let's let's talk about those who give you bad advice. You know what I'm saying? Like Right. You know, you got some young minded men still that feel like they could just run behind chicks and all they worried about doing is smashing. So when they see you cuffing, they always trying to bring a joint your way, like, yo, come chill with me and my homegirl and she got a friend for you and I ah, but they know you in a relationship. They know you dating and they know you serious about it. So what kind of friend is that? And honestly, that's the, that's the reason why females or either gender, they don't like the friends because it's like, why would you do that? I've been there before. Can I stand extra for friends? Right. And then you know how they say, what's that? Birds of a feather flock together. That's not necessarily true neither. I could be cool as fuck with a female that's out there getting it popping, doing her thing. She's doing this one, that one. That's her life, not mine. Ain't got nothing to do with me. I know what I want at my age in life. I know where I'm trying to go. Right. So if that's what you want to do, you do that on your own time. Don't bring that shit around me. That's how I keep it. Right. You know some people that want to get married? Yeah. I got a couple of friends that want to get married. Actually, one of my best friends, she moved to Texas, and she has four kids now, and she's married, and she's doing her thing. Like... That's why, I mean, New York is cool, but it's overrated. It's mad expensive. And it just makes living harder out here. Like, don't get me wrong. It could get done. But, yeah. Right. 
And then I got other friends that want to get married as well. They dating and they've been in a relationship for some time. Is it, is it overrated though, relationships? Because 2020, a lot of people didn't even think about relationships. They think about being a player or girls think about you mean girls that think about being players yeah so, i mean hot girls something what's that shit called oh man don't get me started with that i just had an outburst <laughs> from the last time now she now it's now it's a hot girl summer yeah. and now it's valentine's day you don't got a valentine yeah i mean i didn't even have a hot girl summer because my summer was dirty like i was hurt so my summer was whack like literally from june till September, I, I was partying. I mean, that's what you call a hot girl summer for me. Partying, going out, having fun. But other than that, no. I wasn't fucking nobody. I wasn't trying to be with nobody. I was just trying to get to know myself again. Like, Bring back my happiness. You think if you're in a relationship, are you still able to go to clubs? It turned out. I mean, it's to an extent. Like, if you're going to go to a club and turn up, I mean, I'm the type of person, if I go partying and I'm dating, like I'm in a relationship, a full-blown relationship, I really don't care to dance with men. I would dance with my homegirls all night. Like, I'd be, I would be the, I would turn into a nigga. Like, have them bent over, catching dubs all night. Yeah, I, yeah, I was there. I seen that. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about that. But if I'm gonna talk about that a little, a little later. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk about drinking. Drinking but, and the side effects and the things that happen when you drink. Yeah. Should for the yeah, like I'm some people get blues. drunk. Some people get drunk and their true colors come out. They wanna flirt, they wanna get their kiss on with a random person. I didn't have that happen to me before. I was in a club and this girl was so drunk, she was trying to get up on me and trying to kiss me. I'm like, Miss, I don't even know you like that. Miss, I don't know you like that. She got mad. I said, yeah, miss, I don't know you. Fuck you. So she tried to kiss my, my sister, and she dubbed that, too. And then she threw up. Yeah, she's white, but we're going to move on. <laughs> she's white. White folks be going ham. But not white folks. I like partying with white folks because they, they, they know how to have a great time. They don't sit there and watch you party the whole time. In Long Island, that shit was lit. Yeah, we got to go back. Yeah, that shit rocking. Shout out to RJ's. RJ's is definitely a spot. It's definitely the spot. Can't tell y'all where it's at. If y'all don't know, then y'all don't know. That's it. There's no places called RJ's because they don't want to see all y'all black motherfuckers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to see y'all there. They definitely wasn't coming in staring at nobody. Right. Everybody, I was dancing with white girls. Like, they was loving it. Like, loving it. Loving it. Just straight loving the girl. <laughs> white girls is, is jokes. Yeah. I mean, I mess with them. They cool, but I ain't gonna front. If I had, if I was a dating no, no, no black woman, I was definitely gonna go after a white woman because they treat a little, they treat us better, man. Yeah, I felt. I guess. I mean, to each his own. I personally would not be able to date a white person, Spanish person. Like in my past, I've had a um, Spanish boyfriend when I was younger. I was like sixteen, and I think this is what turned me off from them because. It's just, I don't know, like, white skin, it just look different, like. That nigga, man, light, you dark. Nah, I'm not even talking about all of the regular skin complexion. I'm talking about the private part of you, like, it just looks weird, like. It's too white, like, <laughs> what? too pink, and I don't like it, so I'd rather be dark skin. 
But Black people, I'm not gonna lie. What, what? Jamaicans, too crazy. Haitians, too crazy. Nation. Like, all these guys, all these islanders, they're crazy. Bye. They are really crazy. The command, bye. And I don't mean to be a hypocrite because my father's from Barbados, but I was born and raised in America. So, I don't know. That Barbados shit is in Barbados. Like, it ain't in me. You see that Barbados? I'm not. I don't feel like it. But you are a little bit because your father? I'm American because I was born and raised in America. But your father, your bloodline. So you say that, but I'm American. So you say you're American. I say I'm American. But in reality, you're bar- you got a little bit of Barbados okay. in you. If you want to put it like that, whatever. Let's talk about it. I don't clean that shit. That's how I feel. What? You know how people... Let me tell you something. You ever met somebody that wanted to be every fucking nationality in the world, and they was not even it? Like... They literally are just American, African-American, black. Like, they not... Like... They... Like, they go so hard, like, they be like, yeah, because my great-great-great-grandmother is Italian or something. Like, whoa. It's Italian. How many lines of family have, like, really? Do we really have to? No. I'm, well, like, nobody asks, but I'm going to say anyway. I'm, I was told I was Panamanian. Might be a little Guyanese, I was told, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, they say it runs through the blind line. Yeah, but. Line, but. Let me make sure. Okay, you know, sometimes y'all niggas be acting crazy. I have to make sure we still rolling. But anyway, if you if you hear in the background, she had she was on one of those songs, spent her ism on on her poetry. How long you been doing poetry? You about to get to that? I've been doing poetry since I was a little girl. I love reading. I love writing. Um, it started off as diaries, like. And then from there, I just like felt like I was doing something good with my writing. So, I mean, I haven't really been published or anything like that. But I've had, I've done like, unfortunately, I've done like funeral poems. Like, yeah, people would give me details about their loved one or whatever, and I would just put it all together in a poem. Right. Like. I have a whole book full of poetry. Oh, shit. Short stories. Get hot. The heat is on that hot. She got all the Hades in here. <laughs> I was cold. They got a Hades in the studio. You're not Hades, though. I know. Damn, she got on Miami. He said Miami. But, oh. Poetry is definitely. I wrote my first poem. When I was like seven, eight, at a class, I wrote my first poem when I was eight, nine, about the summertime, and I got an A plus plus my class. I had to read it for everybody and parents. In April, I remember it was like April started being. It was, I think it was like April something. I forgot the date, but it was April. In April it was spring. We had to write what we wanted to do, whatever. So I wrote a poem about my grandfather, my grandfather's house, Murdoch. And I got an A plus plus. I just made a rhyme, and I've been doing that ever since. But I turned it into rapping or singing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I can't rap to sing my, to save my life. I don't know. I, I just don't like how it sounds. Just gonna rap. Rapping is like your feelings. 
They just gotta put a flow to it. I just play around with it. But. She she can do it, y'all. But she just nervous. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna figure out something for her. Yeah, we love the poetry. We definitely love the poetry. You could you could expect her to be on some more songs with that poetry. You know what I'm saying? But I was talking about. Oh yeah, so you got the poetry out the way. But back to your personal situation. Though, are you are you are you schooling? Go to school? I'm going to school. I'm working. I'm studying for the court officer exam. Cut. Just trying to do some things. Out Court? There. Yeah. So you going to be throwing niggas out like like the bailiff on George Judy? I mean, wherever they put me at, because it's all different levels. You could be in family court. You could be in criminal court. You could be in the back room. You doing paperwork. You do anything. So that's Judy. It's her. But, you know, to live in New York, you got to really have a career to make it out here. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, it, it's, it's doable, but... That's, that's a fact. That's, that's, that's real. You definitely have to have a career to live in New York City. And with two kids, as a single mother, I gotta do what I gotta do. Sometimes it takes people longer than others, others but you know, it's never too late. So I said, never too late. I can't remember if the lady was 99. I mean, I can't remember how old she was, but she was in college at a very, very old age. Right. Even though she knew she wasn't really gonna be able to work, but she just wanted it under her belt, like degrees and she got it right 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 that's that's different see i i don't know me me in school it's like oil and water because i don't pay attention i don't know you know what it is though i realized when i was in high school i felt the same way i didn't pay attention i was running around the class i was doing everything i wasn't supposed to be doing but i was doing it and that's what held me back and fucked me up in high school. Right. As I got older, and it was something that I really wanted, the focus was very easy. Right. It's so much easier to focus because you know what you're there for. You know what, what you're going after. You know what you're going to accomplish once you get it. And right. high school, we young-minded. We don't even know what we're going to do in the next three years of our lives. Like, we don't know. We don't have no real future. We just doing what kids do. Teenagers and shit. She's going to be some here kiss, um, Running behind relationships, running behind friendships, like... Ism! Um, I'm telling you, high school, yeah. Junior high, all that. That's why I be trying to tell my son, the only thing you got to do right now is focus on school. You don't have no other responsibilities, like, nothing. So for you to just focus on school and get it out the way, I'm telling you this because I've been there, I've done it, i fucked up. It's your turn to do it, right? Don't take the same route I took. I be on him. Yes, sir. On top of him. Got to. But these kids these days are in a gang. Screaming woo and show and baby can be through. And all that other stuff. But that's why that's I love him. my son because, like, of course I'm going to love him regardless of he's my kid. But he's not the average 13-year-old. Like, he literally goes to school and comes home. He's Come in the house. Home all day like i don't let him run the streets i don't let him go all over the world by himself like don't get me wrong if he had to he would know how to travel but there's no reason for you to be out there traveling by yourself want somebody cooling he be chilling chilling all you want to do is play ball probably play the ps4 
do his homework, and good to go. Right. And that's good enough for me because, like you said, the average 13-year-old right now, they fucking, they in gangs. I was driving by, I, was, I think it was August Martin, and I looked to him, I was at the light, I happened to look to my right, and I see another youngster greet his other youngster with a, with a gang bat. I said, wow, yeah. these kids don't learn. Yeah. So even with my son being in the middle of a whole lot of drama, I feel like, because his school was right there in Rochdale. So you got the gangs beefing left and right. Trap star versus Rochdale niggas or Rochdale niggas versus um what's that Slowbuck, Snowbuck, Snow Gang. Yeah, Snow Gang, like it's just stupid. And I be scared. That's why this is why I share there. But it's not like any school I put him in, it doesn't matter in the area. Cause everywhere you go is always drama. I be going by 192 and they be out there scrapping. I be seeing girls really out there throwing their hands, getting bucky with it. Like, yo, I remember when that was me. And I'm so surprised at how my kid is nothing like me when I was 13. His mouth is just the craziest part. Like, when you get an attitude and he got to talk back, yeah, he, he can talk back. I done caved his chest in a couple of times. Look <laughs> you shut it down. Right. For him getting excited. That's what we need, man. That's what we need. That's what that's what's not happening. A lot of people ain't doing that to their kids. You're letting them rock. Nah. Go to your room. That's it. Why they in the room rolling up a spliff? Right. What my kid? What? I come through the door. She's got a spliff on her hand. That's the last spliff that she ever seen in her life. I mean, but then too, when you say something like that, it's kind of hard to agree because I feel like if my kid was gonna go and smoke weed and do all of that I would prefer like because you know you can't really stop a kid from doing what they want to do you're gonna try to stop them as much as you want but you really can't stop them because they're not on your site 24 7 they gotta go to school they gotta go here they gotta go other places so in those times they can smoke with their friends or whoever they want to smoke with but if you allow them to smoke under your supervision it might work out a little bit better at least you see them you know what they're doing you know where they at this is why kids don't come home nowadays this is why they not answering their mom call they dubbing the calls they hanging out with their friends and they you know what i mean because your parent is so strict they like nah fuck that you're not smoking weed i you can't control them all the time there's certain things you can't control and certain things you just can't so if my son was to come to me telling me he wanted to smoke weed even though i don't smoke weed no more i would be hurt i wouldn't want him smoking weed at 13 i really wouldn't but do I want him running the streets, trying to get high with other people? Somebody lacing his shit. Then two years, like two years from now, he's all the way fucked up. Like he's not thinking straight. He's not. Nah, it's not. I'm dead ass. I know somebody. I used to live with. I used to live in the area over in Jamaica, and I was mad cool with this boy. Like we was all cool. His family, Indian, all of that. Like. And he smoked with somebody and they laced his shit. And still to this day, my nigga's fucked up. Like, he's not the same person that he was then. But smoking was most of your... I mean, if you're trying to do something in life. Yeah. Like, when you're 18, listen, 
that's all you have to do is let them know what smoking will do to their career and their future. But at the end of the day, you still can't stop them. If they want to do it, they're going to do it. That's what I'm saying. When I was younger, I didn't want to listen to my parents. I was still doing what I wanted to do. 18 is... I'm still can whip your ass, but 18... I'm let you slide. Like you smoking, but you ain't gonna get no job though. You wanna, you want some money? Then stop smoking, nigga. What you talking about, boy? Right. All right. Yeah. But no. like me on my hand, my son 13, and he already got the mindset of getting money. Like he collect bottles, he get bread. You know what I mean? Like he ain't going outside collecting them from people's garbage and all that extra shit. But in the house, whatever water bottles we buy and we drink soda, whatever, he's dead putting it in the bag. He's saving it all up till he knows it's gonna come to something decent. And then he's walking it around there by himself. Like I'm not even going with him no more. He's dead walking around there by himself. He got a couple of dollars in his pocket to get whatever he want to get. So he gonna get when he gets 16, he gonna get some job. Yeah, that's he want a job now. Like, if I could get him a job now, he would dead have a job now. Let's let the roll with that. Like. What things? That's why I tell him. As long as he do what he's supposed to do in school, he ain't got to worry about a job. Because I will financially give him bread. I will take care of him with no problem. But you got to be doing what you're supposed to be doing in school. I don't need to be getting phone calls home from school and shit. I got to go up to your school wilding with a pajama set on, bobos and barrettes in my hair. Stay in school with you all day because you're not listening. Then you don't get no money. You don't get nothing. I'm you get what you need. If I be bad at school. See, I'm that type of parent that, you know what it is with this new generation and shit too? Like this new time, ACS and all of them, they coming to your house removing kids. If you put your hands on them too much or you doing too much, if you beating them, they don't like that shit. They will come dead take your kid. So you know what? Sometimes putting the hands on them don't even make sense. So you gotta act how they wanna act. You wanna act childish? I could be a child too. I'm a, I'm more like I'm a yellow. I think that's what's gonna be my problem. Me yelling. I'm gonna raise my voice and they're gonna be scared. They're like, ah, you yeah, right. I, mean, I guess that's the advantage that some fathers do have. But as a single mother, I could raise my voice and get all crazy and all of that. My father used to do that to me. And my father's big. Yeah, yeah that's OG. Shout out to Pops. And he heavy, solid. And then that nigga done punched me in my chest, my arms. He done fucked me up. And I still turned around and went and did crazy shit. Like I said, right. my father's from Barbados. So I got in trouble one time. I spent the night out. I came home. He made me graphics, everything. I was gonna go take a shower. I got out the shower. I, I couldn't even get out the shower because he, he opened the door like soon as I was trying to dry off and just started fucking me up with the belt. Like, <laughs> I had ropes and shit on my legs and everything. Went outside bragging about it. Thought that made me stop? No. You crazy old people. I'm barking off the, out the gate. Well, let's, don't play with me. Why you really get what? I don't even know. This is needed. Put about. But. All that shit is just. My parents weak. They try to be their friends now. Yeah. Not try to be your friend. I'm not trying to be your friend. You're not my friend. Yeah. You're my child, and I want I want you to be better than I am. Yeah, like, listen to what I'm telling you. Because we don't play them games, at all. That's why these kids are in gangs. Because 
parents is trying to be their besties and stuff like that. No disrespect to Pop Smoke, but his mom was is woo to the to the fifth power. They was like, whoa, whoa. She was in the Jeep like, throwing her hand up. I'm like, oh, she woke? Okay, she's an OG, triple OG, mama love. Definitely whack. I was supposed to have been in the gang, but I dubbed that. They want me to put some work in. I said, nah. So my mom was, the only thing I thought about was my mom killing me. So now nah, I can't do it. My mom going to kill me. She's like, don't worry about what your mom. I said, nah, my mom would kill me. My mom would put me in a box. They want me to put some, they want me to help. They want me to, they want me to fight each one of them for 20 minutes. That or, or me just swing or red the person. I said, nah, I'm good, man. That's life. I mean, I remember back in the days when you used to get jumped into games. Yeah, that, 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 that's what they wanted to do. Like, they wanted to be fighting 20 minutes with somebody, somebody who got hands in the game. Some big brawler nigga, but I was with it at first. And then I thought about it, I said, join the gang and do what? What are we going to do, run together? I mean, you know, and that's another thing, too, about gangs, though. Some people look to a gang as their family. Like, if they don't have family at home, that should become their family. That's a fact. Shout out to Q Boogie in the background. That's Q Boogie right there. Yeah, but that's crazy. Gang, Gangs is... I mean, if you a gang member, shout out to the gang members. The gang members I know, shout out to y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all cool. I still mess with y'all. But me personally, I'm not having my kid join the gang. And I have a daughter, so she having she joined the gang. She got to do push-ups. She got to do 100 push-ups. Like the push-ups going to matter to her if she in the gang? Uh-uh, I'm going, she's going, I'm going to be on fire. I'm, I'm, do some, I'm, think of some, I'm think of something. I got devious games for her. I got devious games for kids that try to play me. Like, well, you, you need to, your parents, the teachers just called me. I need you to write me an essay. 200 pages. And I want it by the end of the night. Oh, you ain't never going to see the day outside. Yo, again. you remember back in the days when we used to have to write, I will not um, disrespect my elders or I will not talk back 100, 200 times? I'm that type of parent. I still make my son do shit like that. I write like, essays. You going to school acting up and balancing me like I'm not doing my job. Guess what? I want 300. I will not disrespect my elders. My 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 mentor used to make me do um suicides. We'll be do 200 mm-hmm. by the end of the day. He said I want you to do these 200 suicides by four o'clock. It was about I think it was like three. Think you say you're not leaving this park unless you do these suicides. I learned my lesson though. Shout out to my my mentor. Harlem. Maybe do suicides. My mom used to make me stare at the wall for three hours. Canvas and everything. Whole that shit up. I've been not see that arm drop. Nothing. Suffering. Straight suffering. Took the game for me. Cut my TV off. Couldn't watch Monday Night Raw. That's when Monday Night Raw was popping when Stone Cold was on it. Couldn't watch that. Cut that, t- t- that cable right off. Disconnect the wire and all that. I ain't know how to put the wire back together. Sitting there watching, watching a blank TV. <laughs> blank TV. Y'all don't know nothing about that, youngsters. Blank TV. What you know about blank TV? Blank. My son is 
trouble. Nothing. You can't go out with us. We're going to Coney Island. You got to stay home. You got to stay home. That's it. At the beginning, I used to feel bad, but after a while, I said, no, you don't get rewarded for being bad. So that's your loss, not mine. That hurts. Everybody get dressed and flee, and you sit there looking at them get dressed. Took sneakers from my son and everything. Like, you want to play? Let's play. Let's play. I Can't. pay for those. Thank you. Give me those. Take I'm the sneaks away. Yeah. <laughs> take you to pay less. Or five calls. <laughs> my uncle, baby. My uncle went to um. When he went to Coney Island, I got dressed. Right? He was like, "You ain't getting dressed." Nah. Heard you was bad in school. Gotta stay home, brother. Gotta stay home with your grandfather. Yeah. And all we did was just sit there and watch Judge Judy all day. Tight. People's Court. Tight. He watched, what else he was watching? Um, MASH. I had to watch MASH with him. Mm-hmm. While they on Kalyan on the cyclone having a good time. And that was, it was no social media. So, you know, that would really hurt if the social media was out. She said, "Aim." That was a shit. Remember your aim name? Um, it was like little baby Tweety one nine eight, little baby Tweety one five seven. Little baby Tweety. Mm-hmm. Was, I don't know how I came up with names like that either, but I had what name I had? Melly Mel, your boy, one nine five. I don't know what the one nine because when somebody else have the name, you can't use it. You gotta come up with something else. You gotta switch a number up, something. One nine for aim was lit. Aim was lit. You just had beef on aim. ASL. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. I had to get my water. Oh. oh, woo! Water break, water break. Shout to water, cause without water, you have to be dehydrated. You need that water in your system. Shout out to Henny. She said, "Drinking choices, Henny." But she said, "Aim." I remember MySpace. Skonex. I, I, I wasn't on that. Black Planet. I wasn't on that either. Some shit. Everybody was on um tag. Mm-hmm. Tag was it too. Why does he keep tag was lit. I go for a back in my dirty days. I met a lot of women on tag. Shout out to Caso. You hear me in the background? It's Caso. We promoting artists on here too. You understand? I'm about to get Pop Caso on here one one time. You dig? How many minutes I got? Oh, I got 42 minutes. We've been talking here for 42 minutes. Well, 43. Oh, so it's almost over. It's over in an hour. Yeah, so. We can talk, we can talk a little bit. But she thought I forgot. She thought I forgot about niggas getting drunk. Where is the drunkest you ever been? Let's talk about it. Your top five. What's, your, what's the drunkest you ever been? Matter of fact, before you even say that, how do you know you like? What's what's the limit for a person to drink, especially women? You don't women. know the limit until the next day. You don't know what the limit. Like, I mean, 
when you it depends on the situation where you are drinking and who you drinking with but if you at home drinking with your peoples and shit you pass your limit all the time because right. I'm the type of person that I will go way past my limit and one day I was so fucked up like I was throwing up the whole next day like from 2 in the afternoon to like 10pm like the morning and shit I was good for some reason but I got in the cab I don't know I guess the car just fucking yeah and it was over I was like waving the cab driver down like I'm a pull over <laughs> you stop he had to stop like three times and then by the fourth time he was just giving me a bag like here that nigga was trying to get me home you have a I got intoxicated one time and the crazy thing about it is I can drink my ass off but my thing is I don't do shots shots is not my go to and my friends had me taking shots one day at a party and I went flying down some stairs. How many steps? It looked like Broadway Junction stairs. <laughs> Do you remember you even fall down the stairs? I was there. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here in front like I wasn't there. I was definitely there. And I seen her go down the stairs. <gasps> I said, oh. But I, and you know what's crazy? I'm, a real, I'm real because I didn't laugh. A lot of people would laugh and put you on stat. Yo, internet. I told my homegirl when I was talking to my homegirl about it. She said, yo, it's so crazy because I died would have recorded you. And I was like, you know, that's so crazy because he does said that if it was any of my friends or something, they would have fucking recorded me and put me on Snap. She was like, nah, I would have never put you on Snap. That's OD. But I would have recorded it for my own, like, memories. And at the time, I looked at her like, what? But I can't be mad because I record shit, too, for my own memories. But I don't know how I would feel. You know, when you drunk, it's different, though. You, you just... Laughing, everything's funny, everything's a game. Like, I can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. When you drunk, shit's different. Okay, I can't record niggas falling out. I mean, that's just like now how it is outside in the street, nigga. You people see something happening, instead of them calling the cops or trying to help the situation, they pull out their phone and they want to start recording the shit. Like, I was on Jamaica Avenue one day coming from family court and. I seen, it was mad people outside, and I seen some man, like, in his car just shaking crazy. His car is in drive, he's ramming, like, five cars into each other, and nobody is trying to get help. And when I seen the ambulance people, I ran, I'm like, yo, something's wrong with the man. And literally, they had to come put his car in park, and he was having a seizure. Niggas don't do that. Like... So it's like sometimes you got to think about the situation and be like, what is the recording going to get? What are you going to get out of recording it? Like, what is it going to do? I mean, I guess that's what people think is going to make them rich. They get a little five minute shine on social media. But I look at stuff and I be like, that's just not even funny. It's not cute. Well, especially for downstairs. Yeah, like. I would not record not that. Funny. At all. I wasn't recording that. I still got a bruise to this day. Okay. I didn't so, fail before. I, didn't, I don't think nobody recorded me. They tried to, and I jumped up. Like, nigga, don't you... Yeah. Matter of fact, I don't want to fight after that. I had a, well, speaking of that, I have a, a, a crazy story. I was so drunk one time. I wasn't, I wasn't even in my, my own comfort zone. I was in New Jersey. 
Shout out to Hoboken. I was in the PJs, and the girl I was talking to at the time, she was drunk, and she collapsed. <laughs> and they started recording. I was like, yo, I think you need to put that camera down. It was like, my fool, my fool. And then I was drunk, and I collapsed, and we were just laying there asleep, and I just felt light. It was like, yeah, niggas is in here lit. I jumped out my sleep like, what? Like the, like the Undertaker sat up real fast. Like, what, what happened? And of course, so hell broke loose. Niggas was fighting. Niggas fought. They recorded that too. Well, well she didn't fight, but when our homegirls had a fight with, a, with another random chick, chick got her ass whipped. She got her ass whipped all over the projects. She got her ass from, from building one all the way to building 12. So that's that was that was crazy. But yeah, I don't do that recording stuff, man. Especially because that situation and nigga record me I'm not gonna say his name nigga recorded me breaking windows in Rochdale nigga got me incarcerated you know what I'm saying I was breaking all types of windows I was drunk I, I was drinking full loco I had a full loco mixed with some some I think some vodka and I drunk that and, and I think I was I think I went to a breakup and I, I was mad about my breakup and I took it out on my friends and I started swinging on everybody niggas had me on camera they was like, what's wrong with you? And I broke a window. I broke upstairs window. I broke the lobby window. I heard niggas looking for the person who broke the window. Nigga had me on camera breaking windows. So nigga, I don't do stuff like that. I can't recall being an angry drunk. Angry drunk. Yeah. Anything I like to just, probably when I was younger, who knows? You know, I can't really talk about being younger, but I was never really an angry drunk. I didn't get drunk to want to fight and turn up and do all that dumb shit. Now, if a situation happened while I'm drunk, then, of course, I'm involved, and now I gotta fucking act stupid while I'm drunk, so I look like I'm wilding because I'm drunk, but no, I'm not. Right. Like, my mouth is probably ruthless. Some people, I was watching, uh, what's that, Live PD on, on EMC? Shout out to them. I was watching that, and then this lady was going off with her boyfriend, and the cops was like, what's, what's wrong? He was like, man, he got, he got videos of me. He said, videos of you doing what? She said, me and him having sex, me and him blowing him off, and she was going off. So my question is, is it okay to videotape when you're drunk, getting your freak on? Do you think that, you think like... I mean, this is a, touch, a touchy subject for me because... I had a situation where me and me and my child's father was living together, but we weren't together. We ain't have no intercourse for mad long, and I came in the house one night really intoxicated. But you know, I'm going home to my own bed, so I don't feel like I have to worry about anything. Like, especially if I was able to drive from the location to my crib, I'm good. Like, I get in the house, I pass out. Now I pass out because I'm in my own bed. And then I wake up the next morning, and then my own phone is the, the evidence. The evidence is in my phone. You recorded it in my phone, so I don't think that's okay. I don't. Like, if you're going to get away with it, then you better just get away with it the best you can. Because some people... <laughs> but recording it, don't do that. When they break up... That's a whole rape charge. They, 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 they putting that on the blast. I didn't have, I didn't have like, women try to record us getting our freak on, but I deleted it. I deleted every every relationship I had when the girl tried to record it, I deleted it, like and when we break up she talked mad crazy about me. Oh ah uh, I'm like, guess what? I got the video on each other. I never did that before. So Yeah. I'm the type of female that we gonna do all that recording shit, it's getting done in my phone. 
recording nothing in your phone. Because I'm. I don't like I don't like videos like that. It's like a porn. You might as well put it on Pornhub so we can get paid. Shit. I mean, you know, Nigga. that's the crazy part about it. Cause I be like, hey, you making money? Why not? Like, but I'm jelly. I don't want nobody looking at my girl. Are you crazy? Yeah, I'm don't play with me. Don't play with me. I'm too scary. Yeah. I don't want it out there for the world to see. But I would do some porn in my own phone. And and like this girl. My crazy ex-girlfriend, she said, I mean, she she recorded she recorded herself doing what she was doing to me. And she said, oh, do you still got the video? I said, nah, I deleted it. She, she cursed me out. I said, oh, why would you do that? You stupid. Da, da, da. I said, nigga, what am I keeping it for? Well, unfortunately, I would tell somebody that I deleted it and it would be right in my phone. I'm keeping it. Why are we keeping right. it for? And my, I mean, my coworkers was talking about that too. He's like, I've got mad bodies on my phone. At the end of the day, it's like a stage in your life that you went through something. Like, it's just like saying, oh, when you get in a new relationship, do you delete all your old pictures of all your old exes or old situations? No, I mean, you don't have to delete it, but it shouldn't be in your phone where if your partner go through your phone, they straight seeing all these pictures like, whoa. I got a lot of family members that go to my phone too, so that's another reason why I don't keep my videos and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, you want to see pictures and stuff like that? Let me see your picture. Nobody goes in my phone. Like, if you want to see something, I'll show you what you what you want to see. Like, I'm friendly with my phone, so I'm not. How many minutes I got on this? Dumb- my kids don't even get to go on my phone. None of that. Like, you want to hold my phone? You want to watch YouTube or something? I allow them to do that, but. Like, my daughter, she five, and she reading on a freaking second, third grade level. So, I can't even let her go on my phone to do regular shit no more because text messages, she's reading. Like, she can read that shit. Very intelligent. Like. Very intelligent. Nah. So, I keep my phone sacred. Like, no. It's not for kids to be in my phone because, unfortunately, I'm obsessed with my own body. So, if I there's pictures in there of me just being nasty. Not even nasty. Ew, nasty. Naked pictures. Nasty. Nasty. Uh, I like taking pictures with my bra panties on. Sexy. I don't talk like that. We got people listen. Listen, before, wow, before we, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. <laughs> before we even before we sign out, cause niggas give you about an hour mm-hmm. until we get get professional, we get like I want some change, you know what I'm saying? Right. But before we sign off, where can these people find you on Instagram? If if you if you want to let niggas to find you and stuff like that, what can they find you at if they want to look for you? I know you could. I mean, I don't know why they want to look for me. For if they need to find me, they could go through you to find me. That's it. They know my name is Dynasty. They just ask you, yo, who's Dynasty? How can I find her? And depending on what they want, then you can let me know and we'll go from there. But If you get smacked, ask me where you can find Dynasty, all right? Gangsta, shit like that, gangsta. Nah, I'm going to Right, please. But, um, nah, but she said you can find her through me, so... What's 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 your next thing going on? Like we working on some music. <laughs> I mean, you got me going in the studio next week, so whatever happens there happens. All right. Well, she's gonna be now. I can talk about episode five. 
She's going to be on episode 5 The Game Night Edition And I have A Breezy Chef DJ Chef Moore Who, who is my sister We're going to be on there talking crazy It might be This this episode is a little calm You know what I'm saying Because we don't really have a lot of calm episodes Because they always be crazy But this next episode is going to be retarded They're going to be acting a damn fool I, even, I really didn't want to touch on the coronavirus because I really don't care about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not getting that. Are oh, you dumb? And wash my hands all the time. I want to talk about niggas who, who worked at JFK that used to use the bathroom to just walk right out without washing their hands. But I ain't going to put y'all on the spot, cab drivers. But um, it is what it is. You feel me? But the next episode, this episode was a little calm conversation. Y'all probably look at this. Y'all probably gonna be like, "Damn, this episode is mad calm." Yeah, it's calm. It was a little conversation. You know what I'm saying? We all need some conversation. We don't have to be acting crazy all the time. I have a calm attitude sometimes, but the next episode we're gonna act goofy, real goofy, so goofy. Y'all gonna be like, "Yo, these niggas is funny." Well, we always funny, but yeah. So if if you if you like what you heard, subscribe, share, follow me on. Instagram, Seymour, Pettigrew, 89, find me on uh, SoundCloud, Young Mills, no, I'm bugging, Young Johnny Cage, you can find me on YouTube, Young Johnny Cage, with me, I'm doing more dance videos for y'all, the video for um, No Hook is coming, What's that shit called? Molly what? Curly Molly. Curly <laughs> Molly, yeah. I'm going to have him on episode, one of these episodes. Probably, on, probably episode six of the, Maybe episode five. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Um, that no that no hook video. A no hook. Out for the video That video shoot. coming soon. Got another song I'm going to do next week. I don't want to get into it, but it's, it's, it's a spinoff to I Just Want to Dance. Shout out to Taz with the, um, with the, the heartbreak joint. The heartbreak mixtape you know what I'm saying that mixtape is going to be nice it's going to be talking about heartbreaks what's it called again heartbreak joint I know it's called heartbreak yeah just just, just follow my bro Taz just follow my sister chef because she's DJ if you want to book her look for her on, on Instagram DJ Chef more yeah since that's where I promote my peoples you know what I'm saying? If you want to hear some more poetry, hit up. I fell in love with a lit dick. Wow. Hennessy's kicking in. I can tell. But <laughs> for the next episode, we go active there, fool. We, this is Calm Vibes. That's my baby right there. Dynasty, Dynasty. You want to say something to the people before you go? It was nice being here. And I'll see y'all next time. Yeah. Game, game. Episode 5. Be on the lookout. Share this one right here. You heard? I'm out. Peace.